0: Doom Station Zero. I'm Bob Mitch, and I'm here with a bit of a roundtable live from Gallifrey One. And we're actually in a panel room, so in many ways, this is kind of like a super secret panel.
1: Shh! Yeah, there's Um, no audience, though.
0: Yeah, but that makes it better. Uh, Tell that to people listening
2: right now. Thanks, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) There's no live audience. (laughs) Just insult both people that actually listen
0: to Bob's Bobcast. Jeez! (laughs) Anyways, here's the roundtable. I'm Bob Mitch, and I am joined by Mr. Kevin Kittredge. I am Kevin Kittredge. Excellent. Uh, Ron Daniels. Hello. Alex Murphy.
3: Hi, I'm the scratchy voice version of Alex Murphy.
1: (laughs) Alana Ford. Hello. (laughs) Brian Wiega. I'm slightly sozzled. (laughs) (laughs) As
3: I
4: understand, this is Alana's first time on your podcast? It is.
1: How about that? We so, doing this uh,
0: live? Yes. yes, and Malachi oh Keller God. has joined us, folks. Complete
2: with a hand. What is
0: yeah, gonna, he is holding it? He's in, in, in an ice warrior hand right now. A oh. new ice warrior. Hand. It's beautiful. Yes, it yes. So beautiful. This would
5: be the only complaint I can make about Gallifrey is that I spent so much time on mummies and you know, various other celeries and God knows what. And I was supposed to have a full ice warrior, but instead. Time permitted only a hand to be made, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, that's all I get, a hand. <laughs> and it's not even green. No, no okay. know, it's not even painted. Come on. Yeah, but It's a good
1: shape, and it's, let's uh, see. You know, it's funny because it's actually surprisingly so many
5: people tactile, have fun with just with the hand, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, Some people is, have no choice. Family show! Oh. Hey. Oh. There's <laughs> there you go, folks. <laughs>
0: so, Gallifrey 1, 2016. Woo! And for once, we're talking from the con, not after the con, we, we'll get an after the con, of course, because we've got another day to go. But, um, I don't know. Impressions, how are you guys? How are you guys enjoying Gallifrey? Ron, this is your first Gallifrey. Wrong, this is my third Gallifrey. God, heard
2: bad.
6: you're so I,
2: did I didn't of- <laughs> do my research! <laughs> I did a couple of Gallifreys. <laughs> when? When was for- it? Four. Freaking ever ago. I think the last Gallifrey I did was about 11 or 12 years back. Okay. Was that at the Airtel? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure oh my uh, God. I Basically, I had that. done the sci-fi sea cruise a couple of times. I had made some friends while I was there and uh, Such as uh, Nick Courtney and so forth uh, miss him, but um, then at, Six months after the sci-fi sea cruise there. We are at Gallifrey I walk into the bar, and there's that wonderful gravelly tone of his voice. Oh, wrong! Excellent! Come here, drink with us! Well, I don't remember too much after that. <laughs> That's what drinking does to
5: uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> remember, kids, mm-hmm. don't, drink.
7: <laughs> don't, drink <and> <laughs> don't drink. Don't drink
0: and drive. Or podcast.
3: Don't drink and podcast. Don't <laughs> drink and podcast. Sage words
0: of
7: advice.
0: Uh, we are also joined by Terry Samuels. Yay! Yay! Mm. Um so um all right, so then for everyone else who clearly it is not their first caliper, including Ron. Uh how how's it how's it been going? What's your impressions?
7: Lovely as always.
3: Lovely as always. Good energy this year. Last year I felt like and I, I heard this from a couple other people too, there was sort of like a weird vibe through throughout the con. Not that anything specifically was off.
1: Well, apart from the headliner having to pull out because she well, had a lot yes. of extra work.
3: Yeah, that happened to Damn. But just it's it's been no, the, the really the vibes this year have been really yeah. good. I've I, I there haven't been I haven't had any like weird social interactions or things like that happening this year like I did last year. It's basically
1: a bumper You're
3: gala.
1: You have <laughs> you have the fifth doctor, you have the sixth doctor, you have the war doctor yeah. are all here. Um, hey,
0: speaking doctor. of here,
1: joining so us nice. now is Adam Joseph Ferry.
3: Woo! Yeah. pinwheeler
0: himself. Dressed yeah. as the Seventh Doctor, no
8: less. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Just came from talking to a bunch of people that really want to be involved next year.
6: Because <laughs> uh, how much they love this year. Oh, oh, great. Know, yeah, great. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Idiot's Lantern them on, them on the main line. stage <laughs> was a highlight. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes,
0: uh, for those who came in late, I was going to get to this a little later. But uh, yes, we did the Idiot's Lantern uh, this year. And for the first time on the main stage. Woo! Um, funny, and like, we uh, killed
5: it. It's mm-hmm. funny because we're recording from what was it our our, our second, second show? Yeah. Uh, yeah last uh, year. We, yes,
0: we're room. actually recording from the very room we did our second and third shows. Wow, uh, so man. ironic. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a good good show. I mean, I, I have my my niggles. I wish we could have ironed out, but overall, no real complaints. We did quite well, and uh, I've been getting nothing but
1: positive feedback. Um, well, the energy was high. There weren't any uh, there weren't any skits that were clearly unfunnier than the others. Excellent. <laughs> 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 I, think, I
8: think this year was going to be like too amazing to, to fail, because there's a lot of energy of people that have seen the shows in the past, mm-hmm. and people that are, have seen the shows for the first time that were ready for the uh, excitement. Hmm.
1: Yeah, the crowd is definitely on your side.
8: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were, yeah. I
3: think having it—I think having it on the big stage with that like mass of people in the room helps that energy. Well, you're Here's the thing: act they, was uh, they the also v-
1: late, a lot of drinking. So
3: when they're there, they
4: they, 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 they want to have a good time, <laughs> right? <exactly>. The opening
1: <laughs> act was uh, Joseph Scrimshaw from Rift Tracks. He, yeah, yeah, he, he was had a, great. He had, a, mean, he had a pretty good set. <laughs> and now, was, just to
4: be clear, we're calling him the opening act. <laughs> <laughs> he was just on the schedule before us. <laughs> right. No, but then, then you him, yeah.
1: got you got Kittredge and, and Claire Max, and you both have you, you two have a, a pretty good double act going.
6: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, no, uh, it's uh, as you say. The audi- I could tell right away from skit one, audience was on our side, and that <laughs> helped us so much. And
1: that was Why great. I think anybody who wasn't on your side was on your side when uh, Brad Hansen's Birdman bit about the ninety seconds it took for Gallifrey One to sell out this year. Came up. Yes, yes. That brought I, the house down. Everyone yeah, I mean, can relate no, to no, Gallagher tickets.
5: We knew that that video, I mean, it's funny how many, as you know, Bob and Kevin all know, how many drafts that kind of went through to, to change. And it's that, that's kind of a microcosm of filmmaking there because you, you see how you start with an idea and then it evolves.
4: Yeah, I don't know. It's great to
5: see it. So. I don't know if
4: we'll go over this on the next podcast as well, but this, was, this had a number of this. There was one sketch idea where it was. It was just quick shots of people doing all these crazy things. Like, there's a fireman. And he's getting the tickets on his, Gallifrey tickets on his phone. He's like, I got one. There's a mountain climber. Got one. There's a guy, I don't know, skydiving. I got one. And then we cut to the guy who's been sitting at his laptop doing nothing but focusing. And he's like, no, I missed it. And uh, so that was one. And then there was another one that I was really happy with but
0: Bob said that I'm dumb and stupid
4: <laughs> um, i never used
0: those words no he never
4: used those words I really liked it though but it was like uh, it was this gal at work it was it was less of a less of a doctor who sketch really at all but more of just a, a gal who's at work and everybody's coming down her at once and she's trying to get the tickets and I I was really happy with it but I'm even happier with with how the video yeah, no, turned
5: out. What, what what happened there yeah because I, I remember I, it was it was kind of great. I, I really enjoyed sitting in the audience, knowing that the gag's coming. Mm-hmm. And you can just feel the intensity. And, and then went that whole, like, what was it? This is dedicated to those who were left behind. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, of course, everyone's laughing so hard they don't hear the last line. That was the one, because I, I actually ran into a few people who were like, yeah, what was that thing at the end, man? It was funny how it was like, 660 million. I'm like, did you hear what, what the doctor said? He's like, no. And I had to tell people the final line. And I'm like, oh, So God. for
4: anybody listening who doesn't know it, yeah, uh, the countdown is for Gallifrey tickets. It's sold out. Hilarious laughter from the audience, overrunning when I come back and I say, by the way, you'll be doing this again in two months for hotel reservations.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and to which the girl who was cheering that she got her tickets is now crying.
6: <laughs> so. yes. uh, well, we and that him, after,
1: so. um, after the uh, uh, Jesse Merlin oh doing his derpy... Uh, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> yeah, <Daniel laughs> Stephen Moffat. Oh no, that was great. That was
5: great. Yeah, Bob, do you, do you want to talk about that one? How what was it he the the skit called for you know if I cross these wires we could end the whole Moffat era. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and was it you and, and Kevin are not supposed? You're trying to say no, don't do it. And what is the audience cheering? Do
4: that's That reminds me, though, because...
5: It was such a vindication.
4: There was even <laughs> an other draft of the getting the tickets. Oh, really? Where it was two dudes on stage and uh, <laughs> no just, just just on their laptops, and we're, we're seeing them in their own rooms. And then Bob brought up the idea of, of a guy going back in time, and he sees Stephen Moffat. And I was like, holy shit. Well, that's... <laughs> I mean, this idea's got to be the first thing that we see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Screw my...
0: Idea for,
4: a, for a, <laughs> that has to go
0: because this is much better. <laughs> yeah, that came together pretty well, and uh, and we found some great stuff in rehearsal. Jesse had some good ideas, and uh, no, I I was very. Ha- My only worry is God. I hope there aren't like a ton of Moffat supporters in the crowd. And there so we,
2: were not.
0: There yeah, no, yeah, were not. Even who were, we're, not. Not. we're, we're not. still laughing. Yeah. At
6: them. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it so was it wasn't cruel. They were able to laugh at themselves,
7: basically. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I really found that in the crowd this year. It was it was a crowd of people who were willing to laugh at themselves and the things mm-hmm. they like, and that was. really a nice change of pace because there have been the past couple of shows where things haven't hit well with the audience and, you know, it was nice to see like a much more large group, basically, just be willing to laugh at themselves. It's sort of like a Rocky yeah. Horror screening,
1: where everybody's just like, oh! Yeah. You know, they're not actually offended, <laughs> or, but they're just they're kind of enjoying getting the piss taken out of their own ideas, <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, laughing yeah. along with it. The funnier
8: um, t- twist kind of came at, at the very end, where, you know, uh, Kevin was trying to Teach Stephen Moffat how to be a better writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except he had never written anything before in his life.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what it's what kind have you of written? Like... <laughs>
8: You're like, oh, you could see Stephen's ego there for
5: a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. If
3: you've never written anything, what makes you think you can make me be a better writer? Let
6: me see think you can teach me how to do Teach right? me, yeah. <laughs> oh, my
5: God. Um, and then, of course, do you want to talk about your cheering section you had on the side? Oh,
7: well, <laughs> I'm notoriously bad for cheering super loud at the Idiots slanter sketches, so no, no that. The, the,
5: that was the thing I loved, is that I, I've never been to a show where the stage ninjas got more applause oh, yeah. than... Oh, it was just, well, like, what the hell? Well, to this be fair, so funny.
7: Uh, I... So that the listeners all know, I have never been in one of the Idiot's Lantern sketches, but I have always been there, either helping people rehearse lines, you know, the day before. Um, I know I've sat with Eric Horde many an hour and helped him read his lines. No wonder
5: you laughed so hard at his stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm.
7: or, you know, just making sure things are in place. But um, I always have a soft spot for the people working behind the scenes to make it all go well. I mean, obviously I have a soft spot for everyone here, but... Um,
1: no, it's well deserved. I mean, people
7: it, people well deserved. are giving
1: you standing ovations for bringing props out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good audience.
7: Yeah, yeah, you you get up and you clap.
3: Can we <laughs> spe- oh, speaking of Eric, can we take a moment to appreciate his flawless uh, ad-libbing to cover oh, Valerie's God, yes. Valerie's costume change in Diner Crashers? Well, no, yeah. I mean it me, he so really just w- he just went and it was perfect. It was perfect. He didn't screw anything up. He just went until it was ready to go.
7: <laughs>
2: it well, started,
3: sweetie, singing now. to the mic right here <laughs> The true
7: question of Galley When does karaoke start and how long is the wait?
3: <laughs> the answer is It already started It already started and, and, and to, way too long and <laughs> and it's, uh, It you started can, yesterday, they're serving
1: <laughs> number
4: three right now
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You can sing "Tainted <laughs> Love off-key tomorrow at 4am oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: No. Back to that first sketch when we were doing the whole idea of you know get rid of Moffat or not and the do-its there was like a debate amongst audience members yelling from there to there. And <laughs> while it's nice to have that kind of interaction, not interaction, <laughs> that, that wasn't nice. Was Encouraging
1: a, heckling, uh, it
4: wasn't even no, because it, it, it wasn't was the beginnings heckle. of a lynch <laughs> mob. No, because they were, they were amongst themselves, and it's like, hey. Trying to do some prepared material
8: here. <laughs>
4: trying to throw it us off. It's
8: interesting what this show has become, as far as you know, social media and emotional investment with Stephen Moffat. Yeah. You know that sometimes his episodes will make you so angry that you just have to. I want to kill this sleep no more, (laughs) some more, (laughs) which is a Gaddis episode. That was was Gaddis. You know? Oh yeah, no, I was shocked. I was horrified when I
3: realized what that was. I was like,
5: okay, so you basically were, what, coked out of your mind? Uh,
4: Malachi's uh, opinions do not reflect those of Costume Station Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Do not necessarily... Uh, joining us as well is Sal, Gilbe- Sal Gilberto and his uh, lovely gal, Kath. Hi.
6: Hey, how's
4: it going? Mm. This is your first Doctor Who convention. As it somebody is? relatively new to Doctor Who, uh, what's your take on the the weekend so far?
9: I think it's been fantastic. I think the, I mean, the show I've fallen in love with after falling in love with Sal. Oh. 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 Shameless plug for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but I think honestly, just the the people the show attracts is part of. What I'm loving about it—it's just been a great experience all around.
5: You're now your first convention ever, or have you been to other conventions?
9: The stuff? only other one I've been to was the the um, London Festival with Sal. Ah. So.
5: Huh. Yeah. I, I, I've been curious about that one, as I've been asking newer people how. Because I know, for me, many years, Gallifrey was a much friendlier convention than like Comic Con or mm-hmm. WonderCon or any of those, and and I, I I almost felt like I was biased on that, so I'm trying to get opinions, so yeah, that'd be an interesting one. Take her to one of the larger, sort of insane cons, and and see see how they, you know, are the people friendlier, are they still friendly, or are they they still sort of like, err, you know, because I found the larger ones, it seems to be uh, cold, colder more distant yeah. I guess. Yeah, but a lot more vendors
1: selling kilts and triples. It's definitely
2: friendlier than the East Coast I Me, mean, yeah. I'm from New Jersey and, you know, oh. and I still live there. So, I'm an old um, Staten Islander. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I regularly attend uh, some of the ones there that aren't overtly Doctor Who conventions, even though they are, like uh, Steampunk World's Fair. Um, Wicked Fair is breathing its last gasp this year. They're uh, having the final one. but. Uh, almost all these conventions no matter what the original intention for them is the Hoovians show up anyway
7: um, <laughs> i think that speaks for any convention so west coast or east coast now i hear i hear that
4: ken deeps convention on the east coast is quite good which oh, one do you like yeah
1: okay. I, i've yet
4: to make it out to that point.
2: Um, I'd say it's I've a spiritual successor
1: team, but... for Gallifrey and it's small enough that you can still get into it. Mm. Yeah.
3: yeah. I've only heard good things about it. Same, same, here. same, here. same here.
1: Yeah. We're going and I actually booked like a week ago, which was kind of
0: nice. More wow. Wow. than that's a 20 new seconds. To yeah. It. Well, yeah. And, and I've
3: <laughs>
1: talked with Ken uh, quite a bit and he's very passionate and he's very interested in in making sort of an inclusive fun convention that doesn't uh, necessarily do all of the uh, you know the the silly tricks that things like wizard world or mm-hmm. or these other conventions mm-hmm. do to try and make as much money as possible off of you he 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 wants to uh, he wants to make a really like a, a fun environment for his
7: uh for his clients and i think building off of that like galley every year i mean regardless of like some years as we kind of talked about earlier how we didn't have any doctors last year um for our mm-hmm. for Galley and that well, was, Robert
1: Picardo came from Inspector yeah, Space that's, Time. Yeah, that's
9: true. Yeah. Technically. Um, Technically.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, 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 and so you're it saying it was Travis Richards. Well, well, <laughs> no, but he was he was saying that I'm the only doctor here. Oh, <laughs> but oh.
6: every year Galley
7: is it it's draws me back. Mm. It, it's I can give up things like San Diego Comic Con if I have to, or if I can get I can give up. WonderCon which is now in LA this year and not Anaheim but I can't give up Gallifrey One because it is that it is that place where you could walk up to anyone on the convention room floor kind of like you were saying and everyone's friendly there's someone who wants to talk about and is just as excited about Dr. Who as you are mm. and you that's why you keep coming back there's someone the new you can meet every I year
5: can't
7: I can't <laughs> quit <laughs>
1: The only other convention that I've ever been to where everybody is so supportive about all their other things it's like it's it's not like the online forums where it's oh your pants aren't quite exactly, exactly. <laughs> the right shade mm-hmm. of blue but yeah. everybody goes up to you and it's like that's amazing where did you get that and it's oh, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. a very similar mm-hmm. environment at the steampunk conventions and that's it's almost easier because you're not trying to copy anything else you're just trying to you know make your own thing mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the yeah. thing I've said this before that this is not a
8: convention this is a family reunion
6: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah.
8: yeah
1: well and they're also not trying to it's it's not the the big business model. I mean, I was uh, I was collecting some autographs, and I was kind of amazed that the sh- the, the headliner was forty five dollars, which Wait. sounds sounds a lot for you know somebody scribbling <coughs> on a piece of paper for ten seconds. But then you compare that to say like San Diego Comic Con, if if William oh, Shatner wow. or oh. no, uh, no 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 mm-hmm.
5: um, Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny. A photo
1: with them was
4: eight hundred. Oh. Oh.
1: Wow! wow. Listen,
6: look, at that I point, drew. I just have
4: to applaud. Oh, <laughs> that's for you guys. Well, that's like
6: you know the
1: the, the tag the, the showmasters. They have like, well, you get everybody, and that's eight hundred dollars.
2: <laughs> well, oh my god! Let's see, pay rent on the apartment for the month, I or get have a cigarette this.
6: Smoking um, man there. Your there. rent is
3: eight hundred dollars. Do you live home. in this state? No, it's <laughs> <a> New Jersey.
5: <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> And the best part is he gets to drink from the Jersey Turbine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: you know, yeah. I have to say about Galley, Galley is my big con. Galley's the one convention where I make sure I go to panels. And it's the one convention where I put money aside for photo opportunities and things. And there are there are celebrities and things that go to other con- conventions like, like San Diego Comic Con that I would really like to do those things with.
1: It's not as important. Uh, But
3: I don't... It's not as important to me. For some reason, coming to this particular one, there's just something so nice about being able to walk up to, like I did today, Ingrid Oliver, or or Nichelle Nichols, and just walk up and be like, hi, you're really cool. Because... No one's at their table at that particular moment. They go, "Hi, what's your name?" and we can just have a quick conversation. And mm. for the most part, at, at something like San Diego Comic Con, just like that,
10: uh, you, can't, well, you
3: can't do that. Yeah,
5: you yeah. can't because there's a wall of security. Mm. Mm. There's it says wall you cannot sit here. Room. Yeah, yeah. They're,
1: they're,
6: also, mean, the just, the environment so is
1: set up at the at the larger conventions where it's sort of a heightened reality where everybody gets in in the in the mentality that. I have to get this autograph ticket, Mm -hmm. because there's only 50 people that are going to get it, and it's going to close in in 90 seconds. I have to get into this line for this uh, exclusive piece of merch. Whereas Mm -hmm. Gallifrey, it's more like...
7: You can roll up the day of and be like, do you have any photograph sessions left?
1: (laughs) You got in, but I mean, granted, that's why it sells out in 90 seconds.
7: Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's the only part
5: I don't like, is the... the the Comic-Con like lottery, as it were, to try and get well, the yeah. tickets. And that's more but just
8: that's what it's become.
5: Well, the, the so problem is, is that, yeah, yeah I, I mean, this is the interesting debate I know that I've had with Bob many times is sort of why haven't they gone for a larger venue? And it's almost the same point that you guys are making about if you go larger you're gonna lose some of this sort of personality, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. So it's basically you just you have to live with that sort of side of it. Is that it's capped It what is it, thirty five hundred? Uh, officially, I believe. It Unofficially
10: is. it's close to four thousand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: So so that's yeah, think about that. It's four thousand compared to what was it, uh uh, 200,000, I thought. Something, like well, something right. tells
1: me there's a happy medium in Even for the, stars, <laughs> I mean, for the stars, you would not have the same experience with the guests having so much fun on panels or having so much fun in the autograph lines, giving each person, each kid. I mean, John Hurt, um, Ron didn't even buy an autograph, but went up with somebody else. And John Hurt took the time out to hold his child's. A toy bunny up and take a photo to send to his son because his son's cosplaying as as the war doctor that right. doesn't happen when you have a uh, cattle call and you've got two hundred thousand people kind of swarming on mm-hmm. every single opportunity
6: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sure and sir John was,
1: like, was an go absolute
2: go angel about it he he was my son is seven and he's just starting get to get into Doctor who not that there's too much influence in the house driving him in that direction <laughs> <Not sure. laughs> uh, yeah. but oh, he recently like chose his doctor and it's the war doctor, and wow. so uh, who happens to be it's here. Adorable. And whenever I travel, my son gives me the the little stuffed bunny, which Brian ratted me out about, that I have <laughs> on me right now. Um, and so Son's that way I, I come home safe, so I can give it back to him. And so there's Sir John. He just finished autographing uh, Andrew's uh, Andrew's picture, and Sir John focuses on me. Figure, okay, opportunity. I'm not going to miss this. I asked. He was absolutely completely happy to do it. No one jumped down our throats. No one from security came after me, ripped my wallet out of my back pocket for a credit card or anything. (laughs) It it was a wonderful, it was one of the most wonderful moments. I'm getting choked up, I'm sorry. It's one of the most wonderful moments I have had at a convention in the 30 years I have been attending conventions. My very first convention was WhoVent '86. East in New Brunswick, New Jersey oh my God. May 24th, 25th, and 26th on the 25th I met Andrew Elkins so we can make fun what? of the fact that that's <laughs> old oh. oh. that's amazing this gray is stories. not mm-hmm. costuming folks um, and here at uh, Gallifrey this year my 30th year of doing conventions Colin is at headlining it this one as well as he did at Whovent so I caught him at the elevators I said, Colin, so wonderful to see you again it's been 30 years And just all of a sudden, he just looked really angry.
6: (laughs) (laughs) If we're doing doing
1: Colin's stories, I I have to share. Sorry for for monopolizing. But I found the 1850 Bible that was used for the prop for the history of the time war in in Journey to the Center of the TARDIS. And uh, put the little (laughs) resin plaque on the front. And uh, I've had my friend Christopher Jones, who's a very talented artist. And Great And has, has helped yeah. out with Inspector Space sign and things. We got to know each other. We, we both have sort of the same sense of humor. And I'm having him do sketches of the various doctors in the family registry that's in the front of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And having the various doctors sign it. And Colin Baker, they, they, everybody who's, who's looked at this massive 15-pound, 200-year-old book is... Uh, has enjoyed it or wanted to do some research, but Colin not only did he stop his autograph line and pull out his iPad, spent five minutes complaining about the Wi-Fi while he looked up where <laughs> the original family was in the 1800s yeah. on Google Maps. <laughs> wow. and he's like, "Oh, it's near Swindon. Oh, that's so fascinating." <laughs> and then at the end, he turned to me and he said, "Oh, that was that was that was great fun. And look, that's a 200-year-old Bible, and you've desecrated." <laughs> <laughs> I you know there's there's many comebacks that you come up with uh, you know an hour later, but I was blessed. I was truly blessed to come up with the comeback at the time. Uh, no Colin. I just paid you forty dollars to desecrate it.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but I really think that they, the, the, the only desecration really happened was when Richard Dinnick, looked at the, was looking at some of the sketches and noticed that the next page was Genesis. And he took out a ballpoint and he said, we have to solve, we have to, we have to fix that. And so he write, wrote, of the Daleks.
6: Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Speaking of uh, Christopher uh, Jones, right? Oh, yes. Um, he's got a piece out, and I think everybody's probably had to have seen it. It's called uh, One Last Look. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the first Doctor and Susan inside the TARDIS. I'm buying that. And the door's car. open, and you see Gallifrey,
1: obviously, just before they leave. So so, uh, the idea goes...
4: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's Well, every phenomenal. year he
1: makes an amazing print.
4: Yeah, la- the, la- the previous one is for the fans, right? That was my yeah. favorite, I think.
1: Well, well, and he was I telling me that... That uh, you know, he goes to pitch meetings and he shows these these prints that are labors of love, and the uh, the industry expects each page of the comic book, uh, you know, the commissions that he gets to be this good. And he's like, no, this this I just did for myself <laughs> in two weeks, you know. You can't you can't expect every single page of a commission to be, you know, with quite this this amount of passion and detail. Oh no, mm. they do,
5: they mm. do. That's the, the the worst part is that. I, I missed, I, I wish I could have gotten to his full panel on you know, the comic book illustration, but I did a brief stint doing comic book art, and it is, it's grueling sitting there trying to, what, pour your heart into every page? You'll never meet any deadline. <laughs> you have to make hard choices, and that's sort of like, ah, my God, it's amazing to be able to do, still do all those pages and then still have the energy to give it that beautiful, tender, loving care for... You know, well, you know, I, I, I
1: admire his art. That's why I am... I'm commissioning him to do, you know, a series of originals, and he loves the project. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's silly, but it's, uh, it's a, it's a fun piece. I think it, uh, it's at least in the ballpark of the, uh, you know, the my great grandmother's oil paintings that I keep in my, the originals that I keep in my home and things like that. How many
4: years has uh, Chris Jones been to Gallifrey? Is it just the last couple? I don't. I haven't seen him too much. I've he, seen
1: he him basically like every last, year of the last five years that I was oh. here when Bob, Bob introduced me as a. Uh, as a young vagabond. Oh. Who's, who's the
4: longest uh, guest mainstay? Who's been the most frequent? Wow, that's
1: a good
4: question. Larry, I want to say, say Fraser, maybe Frazier. John Levine. Oh yeah, Fraser, uh, Fraser Hines, <laughs> back again this year. Still. I yeah. love I
3: see, I see Fraser every year. The first year I came here, I knew that I, I saw that Fraser was gonna be here. I didn't know that he came every year or anything like that, and I was so excited to meet to meet Jamie. Because I love Jamie as a companion. I think he's fantastic. So I, I was like, I was so excited to meet Fraser, And I finally ended up doing it that first year. And I was so excited that I met Fraser. Then he was back again the next year. So I went up to him again. And I was like, still like, oh, it's so cool to see you. And by now, it's like, like, I know his handler. Like, we're friends on Facebook. Like, I see him every year. He at least knows who I am. I don't know if he knows my name, but it's like, comes up and is like, hey, Frazier, what's up? Like, that is so cool yeah. that right. I'm able to have that kind of you relationship with him. Yeah. yeah.
7: And I think that speaks towards Galley as a whole, kind of coming yeah. back to that er, those mm-hmm. earlier points. It's every year, someone you know comes away with a story like you uh, or mm-hmm. it's Well, it's like, like,
1: it's like Big Finish. They keep on getting these people because everybody has a good time.
7: Yeah, um, and there's, there's so many stories that you get to come away with every year that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Like... I think one of the ones I love telling personally is, and I've told, I told Bob this earlier today. I was so mad. If you've ever been to a convention that's located into a hotel, you know our pain. When someone hits the 17th floor and you're the only one in the elevator, you get real angry that you have to go all the way to floor 17 and then back down to your floor. And so I'm mad that I'm going to floor 17. I'm ready to chew out whoever comes into the elevator and who, and the man who steps into the elevator is Paul McGann. And (laughs) you you don't get that at something larger, or, like, I have, even for smaller conventions that I've been to, it's only at Galley that that Paul McGann steps into your elevator, and he's like, hey how's your day going? And you're like, how's, how's it going, Paul? And he's like, I'm having a great fucking time.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I've been working. I actually worked out with Paul McGann in the, in the <laughs> gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's part. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's inspiring because he is bone thin and I've <laughs> had far too many croissants and haagen <laughs> <laughs>
7: But that, that's just like, every one of us has had that interaction with someone we love from Doctor Who and it's, a great experience to know that you could come back and that same interaction could happen with someone new every year.
8: Well yeah. Like I was having lunch next to Neve McIntosh earlier oh, today. God, I remember the first oh, time I we met her. Oh, I adore her. I it seen was a her bit of was What was it? I want
5: to say it was two years ago. Her and... of a little bit of a little bit a bit a bit tipsy and <laughs> she's there... Yeah just so friendly, so giving and everybody's just crowding around her and she's telling all these stories and she's like, oh oh yeah, here, let me show you. And she starts taking her phone out and starts showing pictures from the set and she's like Oh, you're not gonna tell anybody. Don't don't do this. Wait, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. So <laughs> fun experiences. And and she she was. She was so nice anytime. I love I love celebrities.
1: Well like and that. Gallifrey does that sort of on an institutional level because it's the only convention where for free they have the, the coffee, I did my first one today oh, with Ron, lunch. the coffee clutches, sure. uh-huh. where they say, let's take a guest mm-hmm. who is isn't overwhelmed, let's put <laughs> them in a room. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it some of the guests, the great, room. you know, yeah. are overwhelmed. And, and, and yeah. then let's make sure they're overwhelmed. Absolutely. No, let's, yeah. we'll put, let's put them in a room worse. and let yeah. them have coffee and chat informally mm-hmm. with eight people. And they do that with, with every guest that's willing to do that every single year. Gosh. And it gets it gets the guests into thinking these are not these are not cattle these are not yeah. these are not just the customers these are these are people mm-hmm. and you're here to share some experiences share some stories have a good time. Of course, mm-hmm. that that may be why David Tennant hasn't shown up
5: because <laughs> if they put him in a room with any guest, be that moment of like, oh god, i
3: you know, I I, drive to I, I don't think I've ever like had a moment more insane than at Comic Con this year when. Peter Capaldi showed up outside of the convention center.
1: And the the crowd lost their minds. They
3: lost their minds. I I wanted to go up and get a selfie... And I was so, I, I was so overwhelmed by the crowd, I went, this poor man does not need one more person no. pushing through and grabbing his hair, not that anyone was actually <laughs> doing that, but, but Galfrey, it seemed made, like they were, emotionally. They, at Galfrey,
1: they're like training the crowds to be decent human beings. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. No, I, I heard a lot of things about that, and
5: it's kind of sad to me that they can't, that I, I don't know why, politically, he can't come up, because I've heard that if Peter came to something like this, you would. You would find him for hours wandering the halls, saying hello to every single fan, yeah. spending enough time to get to know you, your name, your children's
2: name. I've heard he's that generous. And he I, would guess. do it with a childlike awe. I, yeah. was, I was at yes. the Doctor Who experience just last month. I was out in London for business to you train out bastard. to Cardiff. i got to get lucky once in a while. So <laughs> I, I, I'm out of the experience. I made friends with one of the ladies that works there. And we were talking about different things. I got some really great shots of both the McGann's costumes because you know I I kind of have a thing for dressing like Paul. Gee, Um, really? A tad, (laughs) not much. Um, but uh, so she was talking about the last time that Peter and his wife were there. And they had just put up the, uh, the replica of Peter's TARDIS. And they put up uh, his, uh, his one outfit with, with a David Bowie jacket and everything. And there was a, a gentleman who was there who was admiring the costume and reading the placard. And Peter couldn't help himself because he is a big kid, and bless him for that. So he hid behind the TARDIS, waited until the guy was done reading. The second the guy looks up, Peter jumps out from behind the the, uh, the statue with his outfit on and says, that's me! <laughs> the guy almost had <laughs> a heart attack! <laughs> So, can you imagine Peter Capaldi over somebody giving him CPR? I'm so sorry, I not really have <laughs> told me that!
6: I
1: already thought the guy was awesome. <laughs>
4: oh,
2: that's Well, me. actually,
1: no, friend friend of ours, you know, Lauren Bancroft? Oh uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in our cosplay group. So, Lauren Bancroft sent Peter Capaldi a piece of fan art, you know, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of celebrities have answering services. Peter Capaldi was a fan. Mm-hmm. So what he does for these for these people is he has his assistant you know make a stack of these of these pieces of fan art and takes a photo of every sing- of him looking at every single one on the Tardis set and then autographs <laughs> a piece of his like 8-year-old fan art of the little line art Daleks and says you did a great job. Thank you for the photo, Peter Capaldi. Mm-hmm. Right wow. back wow. right back anytime. Wow. Yeah, yeah, didn't,
4: they, they, didn't didn't he set the art on the TARDIS console yes. and take a picture? Yeah, yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's that's
1: astounding. Yeah, that's yeah. a fan in the uh, in the yeah. driver's seat there. Yeah, yeah.
7: and uh, and to kind of build on that, there was something that went around on Tumblr. I want to say a month or two ago, but it was Peter Capaldi's birthday, and quite a few fans had made videos just like compiling. Everyone saying happy birthday, Peter Capaldi. Thank you so much for what you've brought to the show, and he released a video in response, thanking every single person that was in those videos by name in their own language,
6: and like oh to, to put in
7: that effort for the fans. That's that's something that I is beautiful. Like to take the time out to say thank you to each and every person that wished you a happy birthday. I mean, I don't even do that on Facebook, so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's one when of the things I, I love about the show guy. is that,
2: that when they cast the doctor, part of the casting process is someone who walks the walk. Mm-hmm. There's so many stories of Tom Baker who would be off to one side having a cigarette. As soon as kids came up to talk to the doctor, he'd get that cigarette out of there quick because he didn't want to encourage the kids to smoke. Uh, and how many of the doctors have said no matter how bad the day is, you know, when a fan comes up, they're going to do their best. Yeah. And you know, Capaldi's the, the top of the list. He started out as a fan. He's still a fan. He walks the walk. He's engaged in every way possible. So you know when that rumor starts circulating again, because it happens after every season ends, that this is going to be the it for him. No, I will kill people (laughs) if they get in the way of him playing the role for a few more years. I promise you that, and I'm good with a broadsword.
1: Or like Christopher Eccleston, where everybody said, "Oh, he's you know he left after a year. Um, He was uh, you know how could he let the fans down that way?" And you know he just magically shows up and. People are uh, people are about to propose. And yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, well, you know, Christopher Eccleston, we're big fans of you on Doctor Who. And so he comes out in character and says, I've got a new assistant. Would you like to meet him? You know? <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, the Doctor Who seems to garner the, the ser- people like this who enjoy the fan interactions, who enjoy kind of playing around in the fictional universe and, and inspiring a little bit of magic mm-hmm. every now and then. And it seems like Gallifrey One is probably the best place for them to uh, to let their uh, their freak flag fly and, and This would be the Asylum of fun. the Doctors, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> right. well, the BBC's not looking over their shoulder. Nope. Like mm-hmm. the official cons. Yeah. That, that might be... God, that's another
10: good point. And yeah, like when far enough away, I've been to their cons and they're very like regimented. They're like, this is what you're going to do, and this is when you're going to do it. And if you miss out, well, ts. Mm. I mean, that's it's very there's like no flexibility or. And maybe frankly, that uh, maybe that
4: changed a little bit because I remember you and went uh, for the fiftieth. He went. Mm-hmm. He was out yeah. there, and I guess and maybe this isn't related to that, but I guess they had the the replica of the space and time console just sitting out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he just walked up and got his picture at the console. (laughs) It's like, holy crap.
7: And I think in some ways that's kind of the influence of Gallifrey One in some ways. There is um, a lovely woman who I got to meet today, and she has done sketches. She's come out here from England and done a couple sketches with Nerd or Mysteries, I think. Um, And she has never she's overwhelmed right now. She's like I have never experienced a convention where I can walk up to anyone, whether that's guests or, you know, just your fellow people around you and you can just walk up to a tardis console or the tardis or, you know, Colin Baker and have that interaction and it's not something that's present in some other conventions, you know.
1: But right, or or this morning Nick Roboto, who's the prop master of Doctor Who, he had a panel talking about some of the props he made, and he said, okay, so these are the sort of things, uh, you know, that, that I'm making. Why don't we pass them around the 200-seat room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was up to the, the, the co-moderator saying, okay... Nobody gets to leave the room until we get these pieces back, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise, including some original pieces from the show, that he was just like, hey, look, see, see how we make this stuff. It's kind of fun, isn't it? No, I,
5: I've had conversations with Nick, and I love him for that notion of just the,
1: that availability yeah, yeah the the Nick's, Nick's guys taking guys. Gallifrey One back to Cardiff.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
7: And I think if you go up to any of the guests, really, they're willing to share their experiences, whether that's Nick, who I think many of us have talked to, Yeah. Um, he, the and fact that he
5: has a table and you yeah, just come he, up he and just chat. like hey and they and they want to the they, wanna, they so almost fun. just
7: want to teach you about mm-hmm. what they do in their craft whether that's acting or prop making or music or anything like that it's just you can go up and be like hey i'm really interested in this and what you do and how you're able to do it and they are just like sure whatever you want what what questions do you have
1: well you know people are fans because they just enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> you know, unabashedly.
5: Having way too much fun over there. Folks. <laughs> and the, uh, you know, it
1: seems I like Gallifrey is the type of place where, where the people who are involved with Doctor Who get to be as much of a fan of the fans mm-hmm. or of the, you know, enjoying, enjoying the room, enjoying, you know, enjoying the captive audience, enjoying the crowd as we are having them there that's totally true with uh, Michelle Gomez
8: this weekend she's fantastic talking
2: about perfect moments um,
5: I I hear she's quite the character so I'm sad I have not been able to I am so
2: happy I got the chance to witness this one Um, during the the Q&A the last person to come up to Q&A wonderful young lady didn't have a question had an apology for a complete fangirl meltdown she had about an hour before in front of (laughs) Michelle and Michelle says, oh, oh, my dear, you're, come up here, have a sit down.
9: <laughs> and invites her up to yes, the stage, sits
2: her on the couch next to her, puts her arm over her, and even though they went overtime a little bit doing so, had a nice chat with her wow. on stage. Yeah. Well, and Then led her off stage and said, ladies and gentlemen, how about a hand for Anna? I, I believe uh, the, the woman's name was Anna. Young lady got a standing ovation out of us. <laughs> right. Well,
1: and she remembered um, there's a there's a there's a transgender woman uh, who uh, met Michelle Gomez at LI Who, which Kandeep's yes. Show also kind of is conducive to this sort of environment. And um, and Michelle just remembered all those interactions. So it's I don't know. It's maybe just the the American indie conventions like Elihu and and Gallifrey One are uh, giving the actors this sort of different experience. Mm. It's
5: got to be the fringe
1: benefits. (laughs) (laughs) What has
0: been your favorite costume to wear to this con, whether it's just best compliments you've gotten or just comfortability or, oh my God, I look awesome. And what has been the best costume you have seen? Well, I'll just start with yours that you Got made uh,
4: the new one, the new 12th Doctor with the velvet. People love the velvet.
6: People like touching uh,
4: that velvet. Heaven Sent outfit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, And I will move to my favorite that I've seen. And there's been a couple, but uh, Meta Hedden, Uh, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing the, the Ghost... (laughs)
6: <laughs> uh, was it
4: the ghost Capaldi she's one of the where the, the eye her eyes are like completely black it's oh, like oh, yeah. oh, uh, sockets yeah, under blood the lake it's terrifying blood. and awesome <laughs> and terrifying <laughs> <ass>. and awesome <laughs>
5: on that note uh, Victoria I think it's Victoria um, who normally does a, uh, a femme uh uh, first Doctor? Valerie. No, Val- Valerie. Valerie. Oh, go oh, yeah. yeah. At the Masquerade. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm terrible up. with names. Oh, my God. I'm she sorry. Also does an amazing Pertwee, too. Yeah, mm. She yes. she did an outfit that uh, I know uh, our other Valerie wanted to do, but I just saw it. It was in the Masquerade, and it was amazing. It was great. Eldred. Yes. Eldred. yes. Mm. Oh,
8: my
0: God. That oh, was oh, like, oh, wow.
8: Oh, it looks... Beautiful. I know! Yeah. <laughs> it's no. like, that's really cool.
0: Yeah, oh it read really God. well. So it was a great outfit. And how about the irony that you're loving all over
2: an Eldred outfit and you're carrying a stone-looking head? <laughs> Eldred <laughs> must live. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, of course, yeah. The
5: um, Actually, I didn't get to the Masquerade. What was the giant Ewok
0: thing? It was like? a Yeti.
5: It was that a was, Yeti. That man. was a Yeti? Web of Fear yeah, Yeti, like man. Oh, and and it God. was introduced
0: with the, with one of the silver balls. Oh. Oh. And then they did the sound oh effect, God. and it came out with
1: the roar. It was great. That's that fantastic. Was, yeah, like, <laughs> they, they win the Spirit Award. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think the most impressive set of costumes, I mean, you, you can get red face, but... You know Bob and Mal putting together the Rogues Gallery of uh, oh every year. Okay, so this year it was um, well, it, it, it was uh, the the mummy, the pyramids of Mars mummy, and Sutek. Okay, last mm. year it's the uh, you know yeah. the last year it's the yeah. Candyman. Well, no, the Candyman year... was a little bit or yeah, or, yes. but then you also have Morbius. Yes, you have the Zygon. Mm. You know, Tenth Planet Cyberman, yeah. the Tense yeah. Planet Cyberman, who you can't stop sweating through his
0: nappies. <laughs> <face. laughs> <laughs> oh but we're not on set with hair dryers or something, you know. And Davros. can't forget yeah. Dabros. I Davros. need anti-perspirant. <laughs> yes. Also, go, go. quick
8: shout out because um, the best costume I've seen, uh, Chad Everett, uh, or Chad oh, yes. made uh, the, a very beautiful blue variant.
1: Uh, six doctors. Oh, that is gorgeous. Yeah. I, I tried yeah. it on. It's, oh. stiff. It, it, it's It's stiff. It sits with the correct silhouette. Mm-hmm. But when you move, it floats behind you like a yeah. cape, which is how a doctor's coat should do. Exactly. And Colin
2: Baker Speaking signed it. the lining. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I oh. Chad... Had you you talk
5: about that little kid moment, mm-hmm. getting that autograph and talking to Colin? He just like just about like afterwards like, yeah. oh my god,
3: oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
5: freaking right. out. You know, it, it's the yeah. thing
8: about cosplay. Sometimes you'll have that costume that just makes you feel great, beautiful, yeah. 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 really. Uh. And for th- that, that was Chad's. This is Chad's. Yeah, you
0: know. He felt absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's exactly the best version it. of the blue six I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. 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 same. <laughs> I,
1: agree. The, uh, I
2: feel beautiful in the velvet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably to the be most fair,
3: em- you velvet, be velvet. velvet. You look beautiful in velvet. Yeah. Too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Probably the most empowering or the best costume was the one today because it actually turned into England weather, so you weren't yeah. sweating any yeah. yeah. out. Yeah. You know, Ron and I went walking to dinner, and it's like. I'm the scarf dying. isn't terrible with uh. the war doctor. This is this is the right temperature for this out there. Like <laughs> yeah. you said when you when you, you visited it yes. should. Should
5: up at four this morning because we walked back from Denny's and I'm like, look at this fog. <laughs> 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 oh, what is wow. I, I had that
3: I had that moment today. I was wearing I this is a very ambitious cosplay year for me. I'm debuting three new looks, all of which are Capaldi looks. Um, and doing like every variant I could possibly pull out throughout the day. And today I did for the most part of the day today, I did um, Woman who lived, which is I was dreading because it's an undershirt with a, with the Paul Smith sweater, which is like the warmest sweater I have ever worn in my entire life. with even a merino yeah. even though it's got holes in it, it is, it, it is insulating as hell. And with a merino hoodie over the top of it, and a wool coat over the top of that, and I was like, I, I was like, I was so happy because I have my my Hugo Boss pants, and I was like, yes, I want to show off my pants, and I put the rest of this together, and I borrowed Bob's jumper, and I was so excited to wear it around. And as soon as I stepped outside, I went, Oh my God, I don't have to sweat through this. <laughs> it's the it's the perfect weather for this. This is how it's supposed to be. This yeah, is why they dress 90. like this in Cardiff. <laughs>
4: Kath, what was your favorite costume you've seen this weekend so far? Besides me and the
10: 12th Doctor costume.
9: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> too, too. Shameless plug. <laughs> I think Val's. Is yeah. it El-, El The Eldred? Eldred. Yeah. 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 It was amazing.
10: Yeah. yeah, we ran into her during, like, the break. So yeah. we got to see it, like, up close and in person, and it's just amazing. I mean, I was, like, trying not to drool over this and look like a pervert. But it was just incredible. No, the, just the detail. the detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's so talented. Absolutely. Just, she knocked it out of the park.
0: Sure, sure.
7: She came I think one of my favorites, personally, um, it's actually been two years in a row now, and it's just because I've wanted to do this costume myself, but we've had uh, a group of gentlemen show up two years in a row now doing the Monoptra.
0: Yeah, they're great. Oh, yes. and
7: yeah. And I I look at them, and I'm just like, I want to be you. Like, <laughs> can <laughs> I do that, please?
0: Um, uh, for those who don't know, the Monoptra are the uh, giant uh, sort of a
1: butterfly bee people
7: from yeah, uh, the Web Planet. The web planet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No they were in the n- I was doing They did uh,
7: masquerade last year too so, and I think okay. I was doing some nerd stuff they, they and one of them what, showed
1: the up wings? Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, we got to do ad-libbing about how well they must be they must be alien Zygon duplicates cuz no self-respecting fan would uh, would replicate something from a black and white six-parter. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: did I, didn't hey man. The, hey, I did. Any of you say hey some drag up players. I did.
2: Yeah,
0: Justin, it's Justin.
2: How absolutely intimidating because first of all, the masks and the costumes themselves are kind of scary to see in person. And then when he turns to you and the eyes and mouth light up perfectly. And the way he's doing it is it's totally theatrical, it's completely hammer horror. He'll walk towards you with his hands out, beckoning, (laughs) get closer, closer, and then just as his hands are shy of you, then he lights up. Oh, man, both my hearts stopped. <laughs>
0: going to love to hear that, yeah. No, he spent a lot of time on that. I was helping him uh, a little on the fabric. It was, yeah, great costume. Mask of Mandragora was
4: the first Doctor Who book
0: I ever bought. Um, oh, nice. He
4: has it in his velvet capaldi.
2: I
3: saw there, was guy, there, there was a guy walking around as a vashda narada swarm in the suit from Silence in the Library with oh, the skull yeah. face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, was that was cool. cool. That, was awesome.
0: that was really well done.
5: Holy, he um. He made that, and yeah, because he's just like me. He's a a foam guy, Mm -hmm. and I was just laughing. I'm like, oh, come on, you lazy boy. Why'd you get a motorcycle helmet? You could have made that helmet out of foam. (laughs) 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 No, that's the part I I love. Yeah, it's all these people just sort of... I remember mm-hmm. when, yeah, I joked with Bob the first time I met him. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to do a Cyberman out of foam, and Bob's just got this look on his face, like, yeah, challenge accepted. Yeah, it. yeah. I, well, I, I'll believe it when I see it. And now know? there's four of them yeah. you don't yeah. walk around on the but, convention floor. Yeah, year. I've watched it escalation in costuming because I mean I know mm-hmm. that I remember watching when there was like what two or three people even at Comic Con, and then just watching this now you walk in and there's hundreds and hundreds of people it cost him it's just exploded, it's exploded. Yeah. And, and
2: one of the subsections of it the cross playing oh, has yes. also oh, yeah. up the ante so far. So cross playing me, used to be Gally just following the kink that. song. Boys, girls will be boys, boys will be girls. Yeah. And you know they, they just wear either borrowed or a facsimile of and just haha I'm wearing something of the opposite sex. Very San Francisco. But now. Very <laughs> uh, I, I live near Philadelphia, trust me. <laughs> but um, now the Andy is up so far, and you guys are all going to accuse me of playing too close to home on this one, but there is a woman walking around doing one of the most perfect Femme 8s I have ever seen.
1: That's oh, probably it, Rebecca Radilio. The
2: outfit is so perfectly Edwardian. Corset period. Wrecked. It's mm-hmm. exact. To what would be worn then. However, it is completely obvious that it is eight. She did it perfect. <laughs> I spent a few minutes talking with her, and the whole time, I, my eyes are traveling up and down the outfit, uh, just yeah, sure, completely sure. marveling. Uh-huh. At, <laughs> I'm married, Jack. <laughs> I'm just marveling at every little intricacy that goes into her. And she's telling me about the different things. The, the skirting alone, multiple layers, sewn in so many different places, so it falls exactly the right way. The the amount that goes in is just mind blowing.
4: And it's beyond uh, crossplay, and it, it's it's cross. Fandom play. Uh, Stephen Reese last night had a oh, yeah.
3: David, yes.
1: David Tennant did. Jedi. Yes. That was great. He,
3: he wore it again today as well. For and, it. and, it's, and
1: it's beautiful. It's it awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was all you know. The tie was like his uh, his sash. sash.
6: <laughs>
1: no, but was, uh, one of the things about the uh, about the the cosplay, um, the Doctor Who fan show, the official one with Crystal D. That's yeah. that's about a year old, right? That's that's basically new. Yeah, more or less. Because I've been watching that on and off, and then actually seeing Crystal D on the floor. Yeah. And, uh, and just forgotten. seeing that her enthusiasm is matched by the crowd. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. sort of like Kid in the Candy Store. The eyes get very wide. Mm-hmm. It's very fun to watch.
3: She's fantastic.
1: Yeah, she's a lot of fun. I met her
3: at, at San Diego Comic-Con. She actually remembered me, which I thought was odd, because I don't remember leaving that much of an impression on her. And she interviewed a lot of people there. But she remembered me, and she was very sweet. She she's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm.
4: I wonder how they came out. I, I'm, I don't think Gallifrey would have brought them out. I, do you think that the BBC were like, "Hey, go cover this"? Um, um, they're they're going to
1: spy on this independent show for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I mean that that's show the BBC operates.
0: No, that
4: that fan show isn't independent, right? That's like BBC
0: yeah. legit, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, they Just proper uh, hookups. They they um, probably yeah wanted to cover. Might have him. been
8: invited. Yeah, I I, 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 I would imagine that. they're supposed I really to
0: cover me as Davros know. tomorrow. I can ask them as Davros.
7: <laughs> 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 kind um, of bouncing off your crossplay thing, mm-hmm. um, I almost exclusively do gender bending or crossplay Doctors, and I find it fun now that that's a large part of the Who community
6: <laughs> <laughs> because.
7: There's companions, yes, but some of us want to wear the really nice tweed and the bow tie. So it's mm-hmm.
1: it's
7: it's really fun to see that interpretation of the fandom as well.
1: You sort of get to see every single style of fashion. Yeah. Uh, interpreted you know with David Tennant's colors and and stripes it's pretty good I mean you've got you've got the lingerie David Tennant (laughs) fighting with the pinup David Tennant fighting with the Victorian David Tennant fighting with the corset David Tennant with the steampunk David Tennant I mean you know we had a female uh, bikini Jack Harkness
8: oh my (laughs) I adore her well yeah I
1: imagine you saw a lot of uh, a lot of really good variants at the jack-off this morning (laughs) Um,
4: (laughs) there was a uh, a couple years ago, a couple years ago, there was a there was a gal who, who a lot of a lot of us uh, may know, but I'm not going to say her name. But she was like, "I'm going to do a Capaldi costume. I'm really excited," and I was excited to see it. And then I turned. Uh, finally, I like you know weeks later, I finally saw it on on the Gallifrey, Gallifrey floor, and it was a Capaldi bunny costume, and I w- was shocked.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and uh, I did probably what. Nobody should say. I went, that's not a Capaldi costume. <laughs> and I clearly pissed her off. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. You're to hell.
3: I think I like, of, so, I mean, I mean as, uh, as someone with the screen accuracy sickness, there's something that speaks to me with, about having, like, the things that were worn on the show, but there's mm-hmm. something just so special about somebody taking the look or aesthetic of a costume and making it something brand new. I remember it was either last year or two years ago, there was a whole group of peop- of, of, of ladies doing um, can-can dancer interpretations of the Doctors. Nice. And it was some of the coolest... Stuff oh, I've yeah. Yeah. One of them seen. stopped by Ooh, the was, record
1: player uh, last yeah. night, and uh, she had the Fourth Doctor scarf in the ruffles of her skirt, mm. and then and then <laughs> turns around That's and cool. bends over and, and flips what? her skirt off, and it says "Jelly, Jelly Baby? Baby?" Question, Question mark.
3: mark? <laughs> 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 I'm
1: glad my wife. That's fantastic. <laughs> 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 I just Better just
6: that
3: kind
6: of that, yeah. kind of that
3: kind of creativity in cosplay is something that I. Like I'm so comic. glad it's becoming more popular now mm-hmm. rather than just building a, the coat that you see on this on the show that kind mm-hmm. of creativity It's just so magical Cosplay is getting to
1: branch out like fan art or, or where yeah, yeah. comics with different styles yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really just fun to see the the character, you know, the silhouette, you know in a completely different style Yeah, when I mean, you've seen we've we, there's Lego You know studio Ghibli Doctor Who's yeah. on the floor. Oh, I didn't just, see I actually saw a Samurai, Samurai TARDIS today. Really? Samurai TARDIS. Because
2: I was about to crack a joke that next year's fashion, Samurai Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> we haven't heard from you. Terry, what was your favorite costume to wear and see?
9: Uh, well, my favorite costume to wear was my new Sarah Jane Hand of Fear, uh, the Andy Pandies, because I've been yes. working, wanting to do that costume for like three years. And four years. Happen.
0: It's been a long time coming.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. She um, won three years, you won four. <laughs> no, tra- no, I remember when we first looked into it, and you first started putting little pieces together. It was four years ago. Wow, that's, that's
1: graduate school time. <laughs> <laughs> and i got
2: to say, y- you had it. I, w- I remember our conversation in the hallway, and you probably remember me grinning like a doofus, because Sarah Jane was one of the first companions when I was a kid, before some of you sitting around this table were born, um, watching the show. And so anytime hey, I see... Oh, <laughs> no, here, you! Um, anytime I see one of the classic companions done very well, it, it brings back the inner child to the fore so much more and you were one of the ones today so thank you for that.
6: Um, now
2: we were talking about Gallifrey's in fact that you know uh, this isn't my first um, specifically about Liz Sladen um, I had hoped to meet her at a convention and she was at one of the headliners at a Gallifrey years ago that I was able to attend and I was walking into the bar day one in the morning and she was walking out from the back and I was like, oh, great, excellent. I finally get to thank her for being a part of my childhood. I straighten, you know, everything out of... Take about two steps towards her. She sees me. You'd swear she saw an Ogron. She does the nope turn
6: and <laughs> right the <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, you remember I said I had run into Nick Courtney in the bar. This is the same... Bar the same moment, Nick calls me over and informs me that Ron, uh, it it wasn't you. Uh, You remember all those wonderful reactions that uh, Liz would have as Sarah Jane to all the funny rubber monsters and everything. She wasn't acting. (laughs) (laughs) She startles very easily, Ron. Trust me, it was all. And Nick did introduce me to her later that day, and everything was fine, and I did have a nice conversation with her. But you know, it's it's this link that we have where the doctors, the companions, there, there's elements in the show that we carry with us at all times and I think that's actually also part of why we get so dedicated to the cosplay. It's not to ape, it's not to mask ourselves uh, in some other character, it's really to sort of bring that aspect that's touched us outward to share with everybody else. That's one of
5: the, the main keys that I enjoy most mostly what drives me in if I'm going to become screen accurate because I can recall the first uh, Comic Con with Iron Man it was 2008 and it was the Mark III and I, it was all a foam and I I thought it was terrible but I still like oh no I'm going to have so much fun with this thing the most joy you'll ever get out of any of these costumes and I'm sure everybody here who's worn a costume knows this feeling is when you see a child mm. and they are like oh my god, oh, yeah. Yo, you're real, you're right,
6: oh! You know,
5: and they come and they practically latch on your leg, they hug you, <laughs> uh-huh. and you're, you're just there, and you're like, oh, this, this gives me the warm feeling, because you know that's probably a future mm-hmm. either writer, creator, mm-hmm. costumer mm-hmm. themselves, and you have just changed their life. Yeah. And so for me, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. That's a, that should be the key of all this stuff, and I know that one of the Iron Man suits I gave to Bob, and he does that now going to charity functions and at hospitals and cheering up you know all these poor sick you know children and it's like God, very that's... very
0: humbling to do that
5: oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah but that's that to me yeah when you when you wear that costume it doesn't matter if it's screen accurate or not it's that reaction that really mm-hmm. sells it it's i don't
4: want to i don't want to stray too far from gallifrey anymore but what's really humbling is when you go to one of these children's events dressed as the doctor and one of the kids says who are you
6: <laughs> and you say,
4: "I'm the doctor. I'm from Gallifrey, and I've saved your planet a thousand times, and you've never thanked me." And the kid just dead eyes you and walks away.
3: You're That's not my humbling. Doctor. My doctor's in oncology. <laughs> now I have to say, um, before we move on to another subject, a, a similar moment for me, cosplaying. Helps me. It makes me. I was saying this on my on the panel that I was on my crafting panel. Cosplaying helps me feel connected to the show, connected to the family, like I'm part of it in some way. Um, which meeting these people helps me to do too. But I have to say that that one of the moments that sort of like made that very like viscerally real for me was my first Gallifrey. Um, I had put together. I did Tom Baker and I did David Tennant. I think just the two. You start with Tom. And yeah. I did, Tom well, you got to start with your Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's what Tom would do. It's what yeah. Tom yeah. would do. <laughs> well, and I, I, I had been learning, I taught myself to knit to make a Tom Baker scarf. So then I had a scarf so that I put together the rest of the outfit. And I showed up and I was deciding, what Tom Baker am I going to do? He had so many outfits. And I decided, you know what, we'll go with classic Tom. We'll do robot. So I put together the robot outfit. Oh, God. The first Gallifrey one that I went to <laughs> I was the year that you did the K-1. <laughs> oh, and I come down the hall my first day dressed as Tom Baker from Robot, and I turn down the corridor, and there's uh, you robot. or Bob, you, in this <laughs> outfit. And I, like, I almost pissed myself. <laughs> I like, holy crap, this is perfect! And I got a bunch of selfies with you, and it's just this moment of, like, Oh, my God, this is happening to me. This is real. I, how is this see, see, a thing? See, thank,
5: thank you, because, I mean, the story on that robot is so funny, too, given that, you know, that was the year that Bob did the Zygon. And I remember, like, our, our friend, our good friend Paul Salamoff, who I'm sure some of it's you fantastic. know. fantastic. Yeah. Um, he, it's so funny. I, I guess we have this, like, playful uh, uh, competition sort of thing. And Bob told me that he was, you know, making... The Zygon and I'm like God. I really don't have anything, and it kept getting closer to the con. I'm like I don't. I I do. You know what? Maybe maybe I should do that robot thing. Hey Bob, let me see that toy. Maybe I could do this. This looks simple enough. And then word got back to Paul. <laughs> That I might be doing this, and oh, there, there was this. No, no, don't do it. No, no, no. You're freaking me out. Don't.
1: Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was your roommate, right? And you were yeah. spray painting the bloody robot. Oh my god. Brazen. Oh yeah. No, that, that was that <laughs> was all one the of all those... breakfast tastes like Krylon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't you put that thing together in like less than a week? Yeah.
5: Yeah, that, that was one. Wow! I, was, I, I had I had a friend. I had a friend come over. I set wow. up a tent in the part in the uh, the, uh, the the parking or not parking lot, the driveway of the house because the garage was so full of junk. I had nowhere to work, and then yeah, I kept that tent up for like four days straight. And my friend would come over odd hours, and yeah, it was just burned through that thing about as fast as we could. And I purposely didn't have the uh, the head done, so I came to the con and sat in the, uh, back when they had the, the cosplay hall. Yeah. And I made the head in the cosplay hall. And of course, like an idiot, I'm sitting here working with Barge indoors. And I'm like, <laughs> wow! I didn't really realize this until I pick up the head and I go back to the room to paint it. And I'm like, I feel lightheaded. <laughs> good, you know? Oh yeah, no, that that was very funny. Cause yeah, when, when they put Bob in the Zygon outfit for the masquerade, I, that was the first time I suited up that suit. And yeah, and Sal was like, oh, my God, this is my fit, y'all. Yeah, he had <laughs> almost the reaction. Had, I'm yeah. wondering, because I, I might have remembered you, because I do remember there was more than one, like, Tom Baker. It was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just flipping them. lost so, their shit. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, I'm happy. I'm really happy, because that that was. That was one of, and, and this is sort of one of those points that comes up with me when I'm building, because I, I do costuming professionally for the studios, and there's times where you work on something for months, and then you deliver it, and all you get is the critiques. All you get is like, oh, yeah, that works, no,
1: that's not, oh. Or Nick was talking about how, like, it's his favorite piece that he put on the Torchwood set. He never actually put it on the Torchwood set, and they just broke it and left it on a shelf. There you go. Whereas, you know, with cosplay, or at a place like Gallifrey, you get the immediate... Oh, the, yeah, the people immediate crowd appeal. Up, you know? mm. But, I,
5: I mean, for me, yeah, there's been more than once. That thing that I spent only a few hours on, <laughs> why can't you do more stuff like this? <laughs> a, well, this is your quality work. I'm like, no, it <laughs> This is the So, yeah, that robot, I I still, I mean, we just, yeah, we well, just sold we just that sold to... It. Uh, oh, it's sold mm, finally. Oh, finally. Yeah, sold. yeah to um, uh, uh, Houston. Houston
0: at the, it'll be in the Sci-Fi uh, Museum. Oh, Supposedly, yeah. he's
5: traveling with that thing, and I'm thinking in my mind, I'm not sure I quite would have given that the museum piece thing. I, I, I would have wanted to, I don't know, fiberglass that thing. <laughs> I mean, the, there's that part of me. But I'm sure everybody
3: will look at it and go, this is amazing. And, yeah, of course, me being the artist, like, no, it's terrible. Like Vincent, yeah. like Vincent Van Gogh at the end of Vincent and the Doctor. Yeah, but some of the haystacks were in the museum. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Typical.
4: Oh. Speaking of Mr. Salamoff, uh we are at Gallifrey, which is still happening all around us. And Paul is going to be at the what is it match game?
0: Yeah,
4: match game. Hey, really? in like, that's in like 15 minutes yeah. downstairs. Well, and I'm I know
0: wondering. we'll we'll be going to that. We'll we'll wrap up quick. Uh, we keep getting derailed. Sal, Kath, Terry, what were your favorite costumes <laughs> that you saw? Oh, no, you said saw that you wore that you saw.
10: Okay. Go. Okay. Uh, war would be my Sixth Doctor. Mm-hmm. One that's just mm-hmm. kind of become my trademark. Um, I think I just enjoyed it because it's just so unique. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't make it myself. I had it all commissioned, and uh, I remember... Is
5: that a Steve Ricks? Yes, Steve Ricks
10: and little Magnoli and a few other bits and pieces here and there, but uh, I remember when I commissioned it, I was uh, telling my mother that I was going to bring it out here. And she's like, you know, what costumes are you bringing? And I go, Colin Baker. And there's just this dead pause. And she goes, you're going to pay for that thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mom, I'm going to pay for it. And then she finally saw it. And she's like, wow, that's pretty... Beautiful. Good
3: Steve's coat, coat so, is just phenomenal. Yeah,
10: it's just—it's mm, it my favorite. It's a beautiful coat. Just that. And coat. you wore it on
1: Thursday like you're showing off because yeah. everybody else is in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably
10: sweated about a gallon, but. I'm wearing it again tomorrow, oh, and that Bob, doesn't bother Bob, are they me. They
6: talk about doing
5: onesies. That would be an awesome onesie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, well, let's do it. I'm not you know, giving like, up.
1: The hot topic now has the uh, has the, the the faux latex stretchy Sixth Doctor dresses. Oh my hmm. God! Oh, and you oh see all God. these these girls That's just precious. poured into these. These dresses, going up to Colin Baker, and like, look at me, and Colin wow. never looks happier. Tom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help
0: us, it's a
8: living so, end.
6: <laughs> so, no, 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 I, I
8: got to share this story because it's wait, amazing. Wait, Adam,
0: let's let these girls yeah. talk. We we on time. Yeah. Come on, Terry.
6: So
9: my favorite costume I wore um, yesterday I did wore Clara's waitress costume. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, that's great. wasn't It wasn't exactly mm-hmm. like hers. But I went to King Richard's Fair with Sal in the fall, and he was the fourth Doctor, and I felt like I was with a rock star. People (laughs) took pictures. I mean, it was crazy. Mm. And so Sal, when I put the costume on, I was like, oh, people will want their picture with you. And it only happened maybe four times, but I felt like a rock star, so that was pretty cool. (laughs)
5: No, no, Mm -hmm. it's great. That's that's right. When you do the obscure ones, because I know that we've done, like when I did K-1 at Comic-Con, poor Bob's there as Tom Baker... And it shows you the difference. We're here at Galley. Everybody's losing their shit. You go to Comic-Con, we're wandering, we're wandering, we're wandering. (laughs) Oh, that's a cool silver robot. Hey, Get out of the picture.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Poor Bob. I felt so bad. It's so Uh, true. They
0: had no idea. Uh, I mean, a few did, but yeah.
9: Oh, and wait, I just wanted to say one last thing. The other coolest part of the whole con was today when we were walking through downstairs, and there are the three Cybermen. Uh And so I was turning around to look at them, and I was excited, and I said, It's my friend Bob, you know. So I I started waving, and he waved at me, and it was like the best part of the day.
5: You know, I I get a a cheap thrill because uh, CJ, uh, CJ DeAngelis, is uh, the the Cybus Cyberman. That was my original suit, and that thing has gotten so much mileage. I (laughs) I gave him that thing... He won the Gishwish the first year and he took part of that to Ireland or Ireland or Scotland, 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 yeah, so so that thing is practically a pink flamingo because I see weird Instagram photos of parts of it (laughs) all over the world and I still (laughs) chuckle and laugh because that thing is still going. I mean, it. it, 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 and did that one take you a
3: couple hours?
5: Uh, no, no, like that that <laughs> one, that one took uh, twenty minutes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> tops. I, I want to say that that was that was probably about three four weeks. To do that. So, so that that wasn't a simple
8: one. He was busy that week.
9: <laughs> Terry. 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 Okay, so I know it's kind of goofy, but I love that guy who did the doo doo today. It was like the <laughs> the doo doo. Yeah. And a an nude at the same time. I mean, his cup even lit up. That was
3: that's cool. that's fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. then we those Russian,
9: two little yeah. kids that had the creepy Santa mask. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Oh, that's and Guillermo. So there were also creepy. some
2: kid weeping angels. Know, those it's are also same, G-O. G-O. The same, same, Yeah,
3: they're fantastic. They 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 always they're. All the family is lovely, and their mm, yeah. costumes—the two, the two kids—just they always mm, are spot on. They're into and it. It That's was it was part. so great at San Diego Comic Con at the offsite Doctor Who meetup. But uh, Capaldi and Moffat like lost their shit when they saw them as the Weeping Angels in the audience. And oh. They had this whole moment of like, ah, these little adorable Weeping Angels. <laughs> I got I
1: got to share a, a very quick story. Um, with Warren uh, Warren uh, Bancroft was having. A, uh, a surprise birthday party, and Katie York took her to the, um, uh, what's the the, 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 uh, the museum in LA, the, the free one? The Getty? The Getty, yeah. but the Getty Villa. Oh, okay. okay. And so they got a bunch of cosplayers <laughs> together, and Chihiro and Chieko uh, and, and, and their father mm-hmm. and, and mother showed up in full makeup as weeping angels, and all of the guides were just like, there's statues. They're gonna go post with the statues, and the security guys are like, "You are not bringing those wings anywhere near our statues." <laughs>
6: oh. And they started
1: following us around. Oh. They, had, they had to check their wings. Oh. Oh and, uh, but it was it was peep on those wings. Peep it was something them. else watching uh, watching she little Tighiro t- and Chieko. Um, doing their scary angel faces in front of, uh, Actual in, in front of Italian I mean. marble statues.
6: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fantastic. Hopefully um, they weren't near the statue of David. Too. Uh, along, <laughs>
0: along the, uh, I mean, we mentioned so many good costumes, and yeah, Doodood Dude Dude and the, the Blue Six Doctor and Eldred, all of those get my yeah. thumbs up, of course. I'm just thinking Adorable Award. I've seen two Little toddler babies in Davros chair strollers. Oh, so, yes. and I just, I, I, I'm like done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I saw Two a wins. a, a, wins, a girl out. probably nine or ten um, dresses young Amelia Pond with a hat made out of the knitting pattern that I put together for Stefan and Heather. Nice. Because I, 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 knitted, I knitted the, the young Amelia Pond hat and gloves for Heather, and I uh, turned them into full. Patterns that someone who's never seen them before could read and make replicas of, and I put them on Etsy and it, or on Ravelry, and occasionally people buy them, but I've never actually seen any of them in person. And some little girl walked up wearing my hat and went, "Hey, I patterned that." <laughs> I got some <laughs> photos with her. She was really sweet. And I I got was like, the
5: exact so same cool. moment the uh, the Cyberman that's wandering around that was in the Masquerade. And that that's and I, your yeah, that's I your, walked your up, I'm like It's a pleasure to meet you. I wonder. Squid. The guy goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a lot of fun, but it was funny because I saw his daughter with the head a couple of days earlier and he, he's like oh where's my dad my dad will love to me oh my god you know and it was just funny trying to get to that point but yeah mm-hmm. it's a cheap thrill isn't it when it's great when, yeah when it's you totally share total. it's something great. and then it yeah. kind of comes back to yeah. you so. yeah.
7: and then um, we're talking about like adorable little children dressed up mm. but children sometimes have odd enthusiasms oh, bob no. actually shared a story earlier about
0: Um, Oh, the Cybermen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we're a group of Cybermen today. I was the 10th planet and we had four of us. And uh, as we had some great moments. I'll have to share more in the post-galley podcast. But this particular moment, we're, we're actually going to leave. We're in our last... Roundabout, and this little kid freaks out. Oh
1: my God, Cyberman!
0: Ah! And he's wanting to come up and touch suits and shake our hands. And and uh, and I say to him, "Would you like to be one of us?" If, if you know the tenth planet, that was that was perfect, by the way. Um, <laughs> and uh, and the and the kid just went.
6: Yeah!
0: <laughs> He's like,
5: sign me up! And I went,
0: and I'm like, uh... Like, wrong,
8: wrong episode, kid. It's like when the kids mess up the show at the Jedi Academy. Yeah, the Jedi train. Academy! Yeah, I want to in the dark side so badly, Darth! Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I just patted him first on the step. head, you know, like... <laughs> <season> <laughs> said, I Wait can't. until pew over. Again. Yeah!
6: <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: that was amazing that was totally amazing
0: um, alright so we're all looking forward to tomorrow the final day of Gallifrey mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. yep right. the
3: final farewell
0: the final farewell
3: I get to romp around his tenant my doctor
0: awesome uh, I get to give Davros another round and get my photos done with John Hurt and Julian Glover
3: yeah uh, I get my John Hurt photo
1: yeah it should be good John I'm sorry uh, Julian Glover is quite a Bond aficionado. I was swapping really? obscure trivia with him for almost a half an hour. And he, was, wow. he wouldn't stop. And then, and then somebody came buying an autograph. So you're going to be around all weekend, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can stump you later. That's cool. I'm glad to hear
8: that. I know but I'm done recording, so I'm going to put this. you got to try and get um, Michelle Gomez to poke you in
6: the eye. What? <laughs> what? what? Is that a thing? What do you mean? That yeah,
3: has a, which is
0: familiar,
10: right? Oh, on yes. oh.
3: yeah. um, yeah. the Davos side. Oh.
0: I guess I forgot that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll
4: be cool though if you run into her
0: on the I'll floor. try to do that. I'll try to do that. Yeah, thank you. Yes, no do you request a
2: doink from her, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
8: Michelle
0: Gomez, can you doink
8: me? Michelle's great. I go crazy. The first time
5: that Bob was Davaros, Barrowman. Like freaked, freaked out because because we yeah. were in the dealer's room yeah. and I'm watching it's it and, and we came near uh, Barrowman where he was like hanging out signing or something comes out by the table it was like <laughs> hidden candy store freaking out like. Okay, choke me. Come on, come on. Harder, oh, or
6: choke on. me. <laughs> and
5: you're like, okay, you're really getting into this,
2: John. <laughs> Classic Berman. Classic Berman. Important safety note. If you are at a, are at a convention where John Berman is there, do not get between him and the rubber toe collectibles table. Uh-uh. He will knock you down to buy everything out again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really?
0: So, uh, he just fun. doesn't yeah.
5: have enough things he's stolen from set yet. No. <laughs>
0: Final round here, guys. Gallifrey one word, and we're going to sign off. Kevin.
3: Pass. <laughs> 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 start us off, <laughs> strong, Kevin. <laughs> starting strong at <laughs> the gate. No <laughs> <to> be, No
6: Come <laughs> back to me.
2: Run. I'm in for a buck and a half, and I'll raise you. <laughs> One
10: word? Really? One word? Wow. There's your word. Sal. Uh, I'm not very good at this, so I would just say great.
7: Warm.
3: Fantastic.
6: Family.
7: Delightful. Love. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Cackle? Cackle.
1: Sensual?
9: <laughs> oh no.
1: <dude>. Giggle-rific. <laughs> We're, We're into the adult hours. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I was going to say, uh,
0: sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty balls. <laughs> Sweetie. Sweetie. Yeah. Sweaty, yeah. No, I like balls. I haven't
5: really worn costumes. I've still sweated
6: more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the hell?
2: Let me tell you guys, I work Renaissance festivals. I've been out in the sun in 100 degree weather in an 80 pound full suit of real armor. Yeah, I have sweated less in that during a fight scene than I have in this convention in Edwardian finery, okay? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I
5: think they purposely they look for people like you and they're like, hey, is there a heat lamp?
2: <laughs> Follow me around with a silent hairdryer, <laughs> Brian, what's your word?
1: Um, he said it already. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'd say it's um, uh, smooth. But John Oliver's um, uh, definition of smooth when he was trying to get Kenny G to uh, b- uh, broker peace in China. Where he was just like, like everything's working. It's smooth. It's so smooth. It's like bathing in full fat milk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's There's the the so your your
3: one experience is like bathing in full fat milk. It's an environment. It's an environment of
1: of fanishness and fun, like bathing in full fat milk. Pass me the
2: brain spork and the mind bleach, Brian. Good (laughs) grief. Goes down
4: smooth.
3: Goes down smooth. Classic of <laughs> By stage. <calls>. <laughs> glass, right?
8: Like
4: broken glass. Bob, my oh. word is velvet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like That's velvet. a good word, Dove Dovetailing, I like it, yeah. Um, well, crap, well... Um, <laughs> That's his my- word. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's not my word. <laughs> it's not what Tom would do. this, is crap.
5: Tom had to go to the bathroom occasionally.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't know that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's pure Perfection. speculation.
1: You've heard the outtake of him doing the commercial, right? I want to hear Bob's word. Bob's word. <laughs> Bob's um, word is terserus. It's.
0: <laughs> we we just that's it. Peanut gallery can't stop. That's. <laughs> it. uh, it's not and it's not sphincter for those who know that. Word. Um, my word is uh, community. Right. I feel this is just Maybe. solid community of fans. Solid community of. of of, as you say, velvet and full fat milk and love. (laughs) And with that, uh, we'll come back at you with a full report of the full three days um, uh, later this week. But thank you all for joining me.
6: Thank Thank you.
0: You have been listening to the first Live podcast of Costume Station Zero from Gallifrey One. It's gonna be and on the
5: main da, 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 da. stage next year. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, the G.
8: High Council of Old Drunkards. Follow our That's us. Commentary <laughs> full
7: commentary
8: ad. Yes, full commentary,
0: <laughs> and uh, we'll be back, back. Uh, uh, probably in less time with more Gallifrey <laughs> shop talk here on Costume Station Zero. Make the approach. <laughs>